Hello, amigos and amigas, and welcome back to another episode of A Toda Madre, the podcast. Yes, I snapped. I'm so excited to be back, to be back on the pony, the wagon, whatever it is. We're back. I know that we took a tiny hiatus. I was just really focused on my launch and on my new cohort of A Toda Madre, ladies, amigas. And so I really need to just channel my energy on that. But with that being said, I know that today I scheduled out time to literally record a couple of these episodes um, to kind of make up for the time lost. I think I need to put out four episodes, but we're coming in hot. So I'm going to try to record all four today, right now for your enjoyment and listening pleasure. So this is all coming to you in live real time. I'm literally going to record and upload, record, upload, record, upload, record, upload. That's what we're, that's what we're doing. That's the energy. That's the vibe. Um, but amigos and amigas, it just feels so good to be back on the podcast and just like be here with you in this space. With that being said, we had an incredible launch. I'm so excited about the newest amigas in Atola Madre. And if you're feeling all types of FOMO, oh, good Lord. I'm sorry. I was letting you know, like, all through my IG and through my content that it was time. But don't worry. Um, I will have another podcast, another podcast, another cohort starting in January. So be on the lookout for that. Um, but... Let's go ahead and dive in onto what this episode is going to be about. So this episode is dedicated to Nina November. And if you're a male who listens to my podcast, we're going to dedicate to dedicate it to Nino November. And it's called this because I really wanted to dedicate it to inner child healing, inner child work, and really some really spend some time in this area. So one of the things that I have just really come to learn and me and raising a child along, obviously Drake is a part of the process of raising a child, but, um, it's just been very apparent and aware to me that a lot of things come up as you parent your own children. A lot of things from your childhood, a lot of ways in you're trying to reparent yourself in specific situations and, it could be really triggering, but it could also be very healing. Um, and also, I felt that it was really important because there were a lot of things in childhood, and I'm sure a lot of us can agree to some extent or to some degree, that growing up in our specific culture or in your household or whatever, you're met with different types of patterns as well as type of learnings that the person who was raising you had. So I know that for a lot of us, sometimes it got to a certain age or to a certain point where we were expected to mature, to level out, to put childish things away, um, to gain some responsibility. And for depending on who we are and who our families were, I know a lot of friends of mine who are oldest siblings, they had to grow up at a very young age and they felt like a lot of responsibility was on their shoulders. And so this could be an exercise or like a challenge. I don't want to call it a challenge because it's not like you're, you're beating someone. No, it's about just like spending time with yourself and being consistent with it. Um, but again, so that's just like for older siblings. Um, for me, it was just very much about like being good, 
Um, I, I really wanted to try to be perfect. And so, you know, there was just certain things that I put away or hid or tried to be good or, you know, never got messy. And, you know, that, that, that's okay. Like, again, our parents did the best they could with what they had. So it's not their fault either. But again, what a special time and what a special opportunity that we get to have in this space. And that's, again, I wanted to create this movement because I really feel like this is something that we could all benefit from is just like playing in the things that we used to love and enjoy. And I'll start from the very top. So it's interesting because because this conversation started actually in the very first class of A Toda Madre within the cohort. And it's interesting because, so honestly, if you're listening to this podcast right now, you're getting a big snippet of like what goes on in our coaching program. So wow, lucky you. But this this conversation started then because self-love is such a big component because when it comes to like inner child work, we a lot of times think about our childhood or our inner child as this separate entity, this separate thing, something from our past that we just like don't engage in, touch, whatever. It's just like all the way, just like a separate part. And it's not supposed to be that way. And the re- the way I teach a lot of self-love as like a beginner step, because there's like lots of components to this, but self-love, I love to teach for example, because I, I used to work in a school setting, if I walked into a kindergarten class today, well, one, school would be closed because it's Veterans Day, but on a, a regular school day, if I walked into a kindergarten class and I walked up to the kids and I said, hey, what are some things that you love about yourself? All of those kids' hands would shoot straight up in the air and they would be able to list off not one, but 20 things that they really loved about themselves. They would say things like, I'm the fastest runner. I'm the best shoe tire. I'm the best door holder. I'm a bomb ass line leader. They wouldn't say ass. Um, They would just be able to come with all of these things that they're good at and that they love about themselves. But we don't have the same energy when it comes to right now, to being an adult. If I asked several of you and we were all in a room together and I said, hey, can you tell me something that you love about yourself? You would be spinning or you would be like, oh my God, I hope she doesn't come and ask me that question. Like you would be like, tragame tierra or like in school where you're just like, oh my God, let me count out the te- the kids in front of me. So like I'm prepared with an answer, right? All of the anxiety. And you're not wrong. You're not wrong because why we live in a society and in a culture where it's weird to love yourself. Um, and a lot of times, you know, just it's all set up for us to be in comparison of each other, which is so shitty, honestly. But, um, yeah, that's a big part of it. And again, this is why I started Nina and Nino November because, This is an opportunity to play in that self-love, think like a child mindset around your inner child and truly asking yourself, what are the things that I really enjoyed as a child? 
what are the things that I really love to do, what I love to share, how I used to talk, how I used to sing, etc. All of the things. What were the things that you legitimately love to do, take part in, and enjoy? And, oh gosh, my phone went off, sorry. And it was super, super to the point of you didn't care what anyone thought and it didn't phase you at all. Like you literally did it like no one was watching. When was the last time you did something full out, full blown with that energy of like, no, nobody's watching. When? Right? So I want you to I want you to think about that. And I'm pulling up my notes now. Sorry, because me and and I have to give like full credit. Um Gaia helped get me in the podcast energy again. But hang on, I'm pulling up the question. Here we go. This is the question. Why do we stop doing the creative things that made us happy as kids? Mm, One more time. Why do we stop doing the creative things that made us happy as kids? And a lot of times, especially in this day and age, it's very much like, okay, if it's a passion of yours, you either monetize it or nothing at all. No. Why does everything have to be monetized? What about just doing it because you want One of my perfect examples is my mother-in-law. She loves to make quilts and people tell her all the time, like, oh my gosh, why don't you turn this into a business? And she has literally said time and time again, the second I turn this into a business and start charging people for money, it's not going to be fun anymore. And I was like, wow, what a, excuse me, what a raw and real and authentic answer. And it's true. She does it because she creates it the way she wants to. And it's true. I think the day that she's like, here, let me cater it to the way you want it. She's going to be like, oh, I don't want to do that. And that's okay. That's okay. And she does quilting now as an adult, obviously not as a child. But I think she did do a lot of embroidery with Nana, which is her mom. So anyways, but I really want you to ask yourself that question. And my friend, when we were talking on the phone, I don't know if she was, she said it's okay to disclose the story, but um, she, she, she literally said, you can use me as an example, but I don't know if she meant like the story or using her name. So I'm just not going to say her name, <laughs> but one of the things that she shared with me about like really spending time and healing her inner child was that in the second or third grade, I can't remember second or third grade. I'm pretty sure it was second, second or third grade. She hated to color. And I was like, oh my God, girl, why? And she said that there was a teacher who literally was like, stop, you're doing it wrong. Every time she had to color something to the extent of, and I'm going to describe it for you. And I hope this makes sense is, you know how, at least when I was younger, people would like heavy outline the close to the black line, right? you would heavy outline with whatever color it is and then lightly color in the rest, right? I never colored that way because one, I didn't like it. And two, that just wasn't my style. But my friend specifically said that she was like, okay, like 
I, I just could never color that way. I colored a different way, but my teacher always made it a point to say, stop, you're doing it wrong. And so by the, you know, like during the duration of her class, she literally was like, okay, well, I hate coloring now because apparently I'm doing it wrong. So again, I just, I, I love this deep dive because it makes us so aware of the things that, that kind of just definitely live in our subconscious, right? Like people gift us these ideals these ideas of their own and gift them to us. And then sometimes they belong and they stay as limiting beliefs. Oh, she doesn't like the way I color. I'm doing it wrong. Okay. Then I'm bad at coloring. I don't get to color because I'm doing it wrong. Especially when we're young and it's such an impressionable age. And again, it's just about reparenting ourselves through that space and just really letting us dig, desire, play and revisit those spaces that were kind of ouchy or that somebody kind of ruined or tainted for us. And I told her, I was like, friend, I'm so sorry that happened to you, but thank you for this story. And she's like, yeah, feel free to use me as a, as a, you know, you, you can use my story, but again, I'm not going to disclose who it is. Cause I don't know if she meant use the story and not my name. So just so you know, but still so, so important. And like I, I shared on my IG, I decided to just do so much color for Christmas this year. I didn't go with the typical nudes. I wasn't doing like the minimalistic trends, which I usually try to do every single year. And I just like went all out with color. And I was like, you know what? We're just going to totally go with like playful, colorful, a toda madre vibes. And here we are. Because when I was growing up, the tree was always like a... I don't want to say it was a status symbol. I'm just, I'm having a hard time finding the word, but it was definitely like a, like an impress your neighbors piece. And that makes me laugh because like we all had family, we all had the same family friends growing up, even now. Like I just went to a bridal shower and like my childhood friends were there and we were just like kind of talking, shooting the shit, but it's just so true. Like we've, we had all been friends for a really long time. I don't know why we were trying to impress one another with what type of tree we had. And it was never the opportunity of like, mom, can we do like a purple tree or a blue tree or cause no, it was like, my mom was always going to choose what it was going to be. And Again, it's just like we really miss out in those spaces. And again, it's no one's fault. We're not here to be like, it's all your fault. You got the blame, blah, 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 blah. No. It's it's actually kind of beautiful because what a luxury it is now that we're adults that we get to spend time in this space and not just look back at it as like, a, okay, well, that was my that was my childhood. That's in my past. No. We get to play in that same energy and constantly playing it even as an adult and that's why I created and wanted to start with Nina November because it's so necessary it's a muscle that we just really have to build and be in because it's so important guys again 
if you were watching me on IG, um, they are working on our backyard. So if you hear like constant banging or like rocks or stuff, they're doing our backyard. And we're so excited to get it done. But I also wanted to get these podcast episodes done. So I just kind of was like, we got my, my people going to have to understand and roll with me. So thank you for being here. But yeah, so again, in that space, I really want you to think, why do we stop doing the creative things that made us happy as kids? And that was one of the things that I asked my girls in the cohort. I was like, hey, what's something that you just love to do as a child? And people were like, oh, I was such a performer. I was such a singer. I was such a dancer. I love to play with my roller skates, etc." How good did that feel? Totally. But also, what stopped you from playing in that space? And also, my second question that really left people stumped was, and and I don't even mean to ask it like, I'm going to stump you. No. It is definitely a self-discovery question of, what is something you love about yourself that nobody benefits from? Because you want to know the number one thing that I say, like, what do you love about yourself? People always say, I'm a good friend or I have a servant heart, etc. And not that those things aren't good. No. But again, those are things that a lot of times we get wrapped up in because we're like, well, I'm a good person because I'm good to other people. I serve other people. All of these other people would say that I'm good. And that's what it gets tied to instead of like, what's something that you love about yourself that nobody else benefits from and genuinely pushes you to tap into that self-love. And that's the energy that's hard to tap back into because we've been hardwired in a different way for such a long time. So I want you to sit with that. And I want you to have fun and I want you to navigate this in a space of, wow, wow, this is a place for me to self-discover some things. So again, I'm inviting you into this Nina Nino November space. I want you to have fun. I want you to rediscover some things and make it something that you embrace and make it a part of you, not just the separate entity. Because it makes you, you. And if anything, it helps bring out your just real authentic self. Okay? So, leaving you with that message. Also, if you're like feeling all the FOMO because you missed out on the group cohort, but you still want coaching from me, I still have a couple of spots available for one-to-one coaching that I'm taking on before the end of the year. And I've already said this, and I know you've heard me go on and on about it, but there is still time to end this year with a bang and walk into the new year with so much clarity. Hit me up. Let's talk. Let's get on that clarity call. Let's make things happen for you. And here's another surprise. That vision board workshop, again, my podcast listeners always be in the know. My podcast, my podcast, 
well, yes, this is my podcast, but that vision board workshop is coming January 14th in person. I can't do the TBD yet on the location, excuse me, because I'm just waiting on confirmation, but it looks like we have it, but I'm just waiting on confirmation before I announce it. But yes, mark your calendars, January 15th in-person vision board workshop. And it's not up yet in my link in bio because I'm waiting to confirm the site. But mark your calendars and keep an eye out because it is literally going to be first come, first serve. Because um, it is going to be limited spacing. So I'm excited. I cannot wait. And I really hope that this little message was just what you needed today. Happy Friday. Happy Veterans Day. Thank you for your service. If you're active or have served in the past. And let's dive in to Nina or Nino November. Love ya. Have a great day.